Welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM 2019 is brought to you by our Indiegogo producers, Richard Kreutz-Landry, Robert Anderson, The Drinking and Screaming Podcast, The Ostium Network, Damian Sidlow, Max Kasparek, Aaron Keon, Kyle Decker, Rocky Lee, Ryan Bolter, and Neon Green Tiger. A very special thank you to all of our Indiegogo supporters and to the IPM organizational team. And now, on to the episode. Hi, Ella. Hello. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you doing today? I am good, thank you. I'm a little bit cold because I'm currently in Scotland and it's really, really rainy. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, it's terrible. Like, I should have known that Scotland would be cold and I did know that, but there is more rain than usual for this time of year and all of my shoes are soaked through. Oh, no. Well, I hope that you have like at least a warm blanket or cozy fire or something to curl up next to and warm up a little bit later. Unfortunately, I am staying with a friend of mine, uh, Maddie Sell from the Prickwillow Papers, and she has a cat. Uh, so, you know, like no blanket, but there is a cat that helps. Well, hopefully it's a cuddly cat who will warm your feet up for you. She's a little cuddly, but she doesn't want to admit it. So you just have to kind of sit still and hope that she comes closer and then you can absorb the warmth. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so Ella, let's jump in. Why don't we just start by you telling me a little bit about yourself, the projects you're involved in, um, and how you came to be on the other end of this voice chat. Okay, doke. So, uh, right, I'm going to start at the beginning. No, wait, I'm going to start at the present and work backwards. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Best not start at the beginning. Uh, so currently I am a podcast producer for BBC Studios, which is a TV and radio company affiliated with the BBC. Uh, and they mostly make TV shows. So they're well known for making shows like Good Omens and Killing Eve. Um, also a couple of big uh, British shows like EastEnders and Luther. Um, however, they also have a massive radio comedy department so they're the people who've been making most of the kind of bbc radio for um kind of drama and comedy over the last uh, i mean 30 years uh and obviously recently they've started making podcasts uh so my job is to make podcasts that are everything from interviews with comedians to sitcoms and dramas uh to stuff like the infinite monkey cage like that kind of project is the kind of thing that i work on in addition to being a podcast producer for BBC Studios, I am a consultant for BBC Sounds. BBC Sounds is the podcast app of the BBC. And uh, in addition to basically being an aggregator for all BBC audio content across the various radio networks, they also commission some original podcast content. So for example, there was the podcast series called NB, which was about non-binary people and being non-binary, uh, or a series called 1800 Seconds on Autism, or more recently, a series called On Drugs by uh, with Jacob Hawley about whether or not we should legalize drugs. And so the, the commissioning team there, um, they, they commissioned new original content from people, and I I work with them on what dramas they're looking at uh so that's something that I do as well and then you know because that's not enough to be working on I also kind of work <laughs> as uh a kind of community coordinator and advocate for independent 
audio fiction. So I do that in the UK. I also talk about international audio fiction. Um, I'm currently helping uh, to run the Makers Weekend at London Podcast Festival, which is directed to people who want to get into podcasting and need some practical advice. I coordinate the UK Audio Fiction Meetups, which is a free event that people can attend to meet other people in the podcast scene. Um, I obviously sort of do a lot of social media um, around uh, podcasts and recommending them. And I, I work with various commissioners and companies to just tell them a little bit more about what the independent audio fiction scene is, what's interesting about it, what's happening. Um, I work with people like Simplecast, but I also work with people like the BBC. And sometimes, you know, when I uh, have even more free time, I <laughs> <laughs> I also work on a, uh, a an independent drama called The Orphans, where I'm an assistant producer, and I was the producer of a horror comedy uh, drama called The Unseen Hour. And am I making any other podcasts currently? Uh, no, the podcasts that I'm making now are only for studios. So I've just released <laughs> the first ever episode of a podcast for the BBC that I've made, uh, which is uh, Funny from the Fringe, which is interviews with comedians about Edinburgh Fringe, which is why I'm in Edinburgh getting cold in the rain. <laughs> this You have your hands in a lot of pots. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that is accurate. <laughs> I love it. So so you're here today for IPM, uh, International Podcast Month, to talk to me a little bit about the British podcasting scene and what it's like and what it's all about and uh, and what the community is doing over there. So I, I'm, I'm over across the ocean in Canada right now, and I would love to hear about what's going on. All righty. So uh, let me take you back in time. Uh, <laughs> so British drama podcasts have been around for a while, like really a while. Um, they've been around uh, as long as like any of the older sort of American indie stuff. So there was stuff coming out in Britain independently um, in like 2008, 2010. And the early stuff in our world was a lot of the stuff made by a company called Wireless Theatre, um, which now works pretty heavily with Audible and their dramas are, are kind of paywalled now. Um, but back then they used to release everything on a podcast feed. And then after that, you had things like Hector versus the Future, which was something made by these guys who, oh, oh, no, what's the... I've, Oh, yes, by the Casual Violence uh, sketch troupe. And Hector vs. the Future was a fun, self-contained series, and they have now made another audio drama. Also, fun fact about Casual Violence, they also write on the amazing world of Gunball. So, you know, follow your dreams, podcasters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we just had the Monster Hunters way back, um, the Bunker and uh, the Infinite Bad. Um, Bunker and Infinite Bad were made by Definitely Human, who are one of our bigger podcast production companies. And when I say podcast production companies, I am referring most of the time to independent podcast production companies so people not affiliated with major networks like the bbc right um so skipping forward uh real quickly because you know we don't have forever uh the, <laughs> la <laughs> the last two years especially for british independent audio drama as i think has been the case around the world if you stretch back to sort of three years back to 2016 has been this like increasing acceleration of quantity and quality of new content coming out of the British Isles. We are getting so many more 
new audio dramas than uh, we ever had before. And so that, that kind of new wave starts in like 2015, 2016 with shows like Wooden Overcoats, uh, which you might have heard of, which is a very... Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, a group of excellent people. Um, and uh, that's a very kind of Radio 4 style comedy, uh, but they made it independently because there were things they wanted to do that they weren't sure they would be able to get on the radio. And also because in the British Isles in the UK... Um, the BBC really dominates our media landscape, which means that if you can't get into it, it's quite difficult to get anything on the radio. So that is sort of both a good and a bad thing. On the one hand, we have a much stronger tradition of radio drama than um, North America does because we have had drama and comedy being broadcast like 200 hours of it on our major radio stations every year for the past like 60 years. So a lot of people grow up with that. Right. Um, yeah. On the other hand, obviously... If there's only one company really doing that, then like opportunities are extremely difficult to get. It's very competitive um, and it doesn't always uh, kind of showcase the, the widest diversity of talent. And the BBC as an organisation knows that and I should be clear, my views do not represent those of the BBC. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it, it's definitely something that I think podcast creators wanted to, to work on and, and so they started kind of making their own stuff so you get wooden overcoats and then you also get around that time a podcast called rusty quill gaming which was the first podcast uh in the rusty quill family and rusty quill i would say is the the biggest and most successful independent podcast production company in the british isles um they make a podcast called the magnus archives which is probably our biggest independent podcast drama they also make a podcast called Stella Firma, which is an improvised sci-fi comedy. Um, and they make a podcast called Outliers, which was commissioned by historic royal palaces. Yes, like the Queen, um, where they do sort of historical dramas and they get a lot of guest writers and kind of podcast royalty from all over the world. So they've had like Gabriella Bina writing episodes and Eli Barraza and obviously David K. Barnes over here, um, Beth Crane, uh, so on and so forth. So there's all of that. And then you get to 2017, uh, 2018, and things, they just, they just keep picking up. Oh, I should also say back in 2016, or that might have been 2017, uh, Tin Can Audio starts uh, with Tin Can, which was a one voice project by David Devereaux that eventually evolved to include more voices. And now Tin Can Audio runs the show Middle Below. And also, uh, oh, Lord, words. They've just announced their release of a new series called The Tower. Uh, Tin Can is nice because they're Scottish um, and for yourself Tess, it's, it's, it's yeah. in Canada you may or may not know that in the British Isles generally there is a, a heavy emphasis and imbalance of power towards England English media English content um, yes yeah <laughs> and so that's that's pretty crappy uh so <laughs> it's nice to avoid that so it, it's it's kind of important to know that Scotland has a really active independent um audio fiction scene uh, there's only one podcast that I know of, uh, an audio fiction podcast coming out of Ireland, but it's called Lucid, spelled L-U-C-Y-D. It comes out of Cork and it's fantastic. Um, and there's no independent podcast coming out of Wales that I don't know of yet, but I do know that Neris Howell is currently working on one called Seren, which is the Welsh word for star. So that should be fun and it's going to be a sci-fi. Um, sorry. No, that's very cool. <laughs> 
Thanks. So then, yeah, so then we get to now. Oh, and I should also say 2015, The Orphans is my podcast. I, I, didn't, I didn't join it until 2018. So I imagine it didn't <laughs> exist before I was there, you know. Um, but The Orphans is another one that's, that's kind of been around for a while. Um, the Monster Hunters got repackaged by Definitely Human. And in 2016, we also got Mars Corp, uh, which was Definitely Human's third and uh, one of their biggest shows Um so far so again definitely human are the people who did the bunker and the infinite uh the infinite bad and uh mars corp is a sci-fi comedy sitcom a lot like the it crowd if you like the it crowd you'll like mars corp um, <laughs> but yeah but then we get to 2017 2018 and this is where we get many many more shows some of which you or anyone listening might have heard of so we get like we fix space junk we get victoriosity we get the unseen hour which is the other show i work on we get canaan feels um we also got the 1237, Oblivity, Directive, The Pilgrimage Saga. Uh, there's lots of cool stuff. The Prick Willow Papers comes out. And this is, for me, just, just brilliant. Because for a long time, I think, uh, partly because of our different histories, partly because of our different relationships with media, partly just because of our different sizes, when we talked about audio fiction, we pretty much exclusively talked about American audio fiction. Um, or American and Canadian. And I, I say that as someone who's kind of been listening to podcasts and, and writing journalistically about podcasts for uh, over seven years. And I have listened to more than 220 independent audio fiction podcasts. Wow. Point. Yeah. Um, and I wrote for BBC Sounds a, a very quick, rough and ready overview of the English language podcast industry over the last 10 years. And America does get like a, a I don't want to say disproportionately high level of attention because I think you do have to factor in things like population um, and I think like if you look at just the, the physical like the number of people in America versus the number of people in for example Britain um, it you know that, that that makes a rough kind of sense but obviously we have international audiences with podcasts we're not limited by national boundaries and it, it's always kind of a shame when you see these like you know, there's so much great stuff coming out of the US. There's also a lot of great stuff coming out of the British Isles and Europe. And and they deserve attention too, guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but you sort of saw audio fiction creators in the British Isles taking leaves from the books of American audio fiction creators, talking to American audio fiction creators, collaborating with them. So you've got Sarah Ray Werner from Girl in Space in We Fix Space Junk season two. James Oliver from What's the Frequency is in The Pilgrimage Saga, which is a great show by the way i'm recommending it just because it's so tiny and so new and i love it so much and no one's listened to it and it's so great everyone should listen to it if you like becky chambers listen to the pilgrimage saga i'm just saying if you like strange case <laughs> strange case of starship iris listen to the pilgrimage saga it's it's so great um but yeah you get you get these international collaborations obviously you've got gabriella Bina and lauren chippen writing guest episodes wooden overcoats um and Felix Trench and Beth Air are in every audio drama. I'm not going to list everything they do guest <laughs> appearances in because it would be so pointless. Um, in fact, Cecil Baldwin from Night Vale uh, did the guest monologue in The Unseen Hour. So there's a lot more crossover than I think a lot of people realize. And there's more and more happening. And I think that's really healthy for both of our independent communities. Because generally that just awareness and kind of rising tide floats all ships kind of mentality, I think, is what has made the independent audio fiction movement so strong uh, and so exciting and, and such an interesting creative thing to be involved with. Uh, so yeah, that was a big long ramble and I hope you can edit something out of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was fantastic. <laughs> It's like a quick history of, I love it. 
<laughs> so what what is the podcasting community doing so well in the UK that like makes you really excited to be a part of? Well, I mean, I'll tell you one thing that is pretty exciting that I would like to talk about just because I think it's lovely and I want it to happen more. And maybe if I say it in an audio recording, then people will feel peer pressured into making it continue. Like, <laughs> you know, I've said it in public now, so now you've got to do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but a really nice thing that's happened over the last, I would say, sort of 18 months is that for the first time ever, really properly, uh, the British audio drama community is talking to each other. They weren't doing that before. And uh, top tip to all podcasters, communication is really important. And I would think that you would be good at that because you communicate for a living. But, you know, we're also all introverts and shy and we have anxiety. So, like, I get it. Um, <laughs> but this kind of started with Victoriosity was doing a live show of their first season. Um, and it was, dear Lord, time. It was last year. And I think it, it was it was in the summer in, in 2018. And... Uh, a bunch of people in, who are based in London who make podcasts. And again, like if, Eng if, if if the British Isles are biased towards England, England is very biased towards London. So disclaimer there, please seek out content, not just made in London. Um, but a lot of us are in London because that's where media is in the same way that, you know, media people in the US presumably go to New York and LA. So a bunch of people based in London were like, hey, you know, Oxford isn't that far away from London. We could all go support Victoriosity and be like friends and stuff. That would be nice. So we got Wooden Overcoats guys, Victoriosity guys, Orphans, The Unseen Hour, and We Fix Space Junk and Kane and Feels all to agree to go on a trip to the Victoriosity live show. And then because I am a crazy person, I cold messaged David Devereaux from uh, Tin Can and Middle Below David Devereaux lives in Glasgow and has never met me. And I just messaged him on Twitter and was like, hey, do you want to take the sort of six hour trip to Oxford for one day for a podcast live show to meet a bunch of people you've never met before, please? And, <laughs> <laughs> and because David Devereaux was lovely, he was like, yeah, sure, it sounds like fun and came down. And this was the kind of the first recent meeting that I'm aware of where everyone kind of got together and talked to each other in a room. And it was really lovely and really exciting. And, you know, we were exchanging knowledge and information and skills and contacts. And, and that was great. And so we decided to try and keep that going. And uh, the next kind of big thing for that was that at Christmas, me and Beth Crane from We Fix Space Drunk decided to organize an audio fiction Christmas dinner, um, regardless of what people celebrated. And we booked a kind of the upstairs of a pub and we invited a bunch of podcasts. And this time, in addition to all those people that went to Victoriosity, we got along the people from 66B and we got along the people from Turpentine Productions, which is like H.G. Wells has his regrets in the Pilgrimage Saga. We got along the guys from Rusty Quill, uh, which was fair. We got uh, Johnny and Alex came along. And again, we were talking to each other and it was exciting. And we were like, oh, cool, we can be friends now. This is nice. And then in January, Middle Blow did their first ever live show at the Scottish National Youth Theatre. And me and Beth Crane and Headley Knights flew from London to Glasgow for this one podcast live show just so that we could be there. And then and we got to meet the people from Glasgow Ghost Stories and um, 
the um people from oh lord there's another glasgow one i want to say i lost my cat the lost cat podcast but it's not that because that's a different tales from the Alethian society we met tales from the Alethian society glasgow ghost stories uh and then we got pod uk which was the first ever fan focused podcast convention in the british isles and that was really exciting organized by jess anson of uh rock salt events and at that we had a wooden overcoats live show and a we fix space junk live show and an orphans live show and a victoriosity live show and also panels about audio fiction and it was great we were happy and we all afterwards because this was the first ever time this convention had happened and i don't know if you or anyone listening has ever been to like the first convention of something but there's something really nice about that i mean we were all super manic and, and rushed off our feet but at the end of the day literally everyone all the organizers all the performers all the attendees just piled into this pub and we ordered pizza from down the road and like just chipped in and gave kareem cronfley who's from what's the frequency and does lots of voice acting um we gave him some cash and he just came back with like 10 pizzas we had the guys from the no sleep podcast there and we're all just like in this pub eating pizza just being like yeah podcasts <laughs> um, and and yeah and then after that we figured okay cool great like let's keep this going let's keep this momentum going so uh me and sarah golding from the quirky voices podcast and the audio drama production um podcast started organizing these kind of pub meets with uh elizabeth campbell from victoria soon wooden overcoats and we started doing that and they still happen once a month if anyone is listening to this and is based in the british isles they're the third friday of the month we try to organize them then so that if you're not in london you can get there but also we're encouraging people to do regional ones if you do a regional one tell me on twitter and i will tell everyone i promise um that is a promise and i've recorded it now so uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the next big thing that we did and i think kind of finally the, the the most exciting thing that's happened and then i'll mention just briefly the thing coming up the most exciting thing that's happened is that a bunch of podcasts got together to go to MCM Comic-Con in, in London. So unlike in the US, uh, podcasts don't yet have a really strong relationship with the kind of convention circuit, partly because the convention circuit in the British Isles and Europe more generally is just on a much smaller scale than in the US, um, less people, less money. Um, but, you know, it, it still obviously has all the clear kind of sympathies between industries that, that happen in the US, right? People who listen to audio fiction podcasts about science fiction are definitely also the people who go to Comic-Con. And so we, a, a few kind of people in the podcast community decided uh, that that would be a good idea. I really wanted us to go. I And so me, Beth Crane and Headley Knights teamed up and we basically... <laughs> we, we kind of saved some money and we bought a table at comic-con and we just kind of contacted the uk podcast community and we we're like hey um if you want to come to comic-con we bought a table so just come please <laughs> 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 and we got like 12 podcasts involved um and it was really exciting because it was three days of us trying to do some like proper word of mouth like reaching out to people and being like by the way podcasts are a thing it's like audible but free uh <laughs> And uh, we had Middle Blow involved. Wooden Overcoats actually gave us um, like extra money to help pay for the booth. And several people from the Wooden Overcoats cast like came and volunteered all weekend, which was amazing. People from Escape Artists, um, which is a, a bunch of different podcasts under the same umbrella. Like um, Escape Pod is their most famous one, but also Pseudopod, Cast of Wonders and Podcastle. Um, and they're like an audio magazine. They work a lot with the Hugo Awards. They chipped in money, came along. Um, obviously, we've experienced the orphans. 
Middle Blow, um, and also Diary of a Space Archivist, which is a smaller but excellent show, and um, The Prick Willow Papers, which is just brilliant, uh, and Tales from the Aletheian Society. So we had these podcasts from all over the British Isles represented at London Comic Con, and that was really exciting for us. We had so many people coming up to us and being like, oh, I've never heard of this before, or I've heard of Wooden Overcoats, but I haven't heard of these other ones, or like, oh, I've heard of Victoriosity, or oh, I'm so excited to meet you, like, I've never seen you in person. Uh, and that was really, really lovely, and we kind of I, that's something that I'm excited about I kind of want to see more of podcasts and podcasters in the British Isles going out and meeting people and I think they're trying to do that the Amelia Project launched their second season at a fiction meetup Rusty Quill always goes to big tabletop ga gaming conventions like Dragon Meet um and yeah and so that's that's kind of one of the things that I'm really excited about right now with the British podcast community looking forward London Podcast Festival Makers Weekend if there are people around come to the London Podcast Make Festival Makers Weekend that's such a mouthful um, like I said before, it's pitched towards independent creators. It's pitched towards people who want to make stuff and also who want to make money. You know, what if you could eat and sleep and also make a podcast? I know that's wild, but <laughs> like, it could happen. Um, and so we've got John Dryden, who, uh, you speak creative director of content for Panoply did the message also to Man Bay and has done Passenger List, which is coming out on Radiotopia with Kelly Marie Tran written by Lauren Shippen. So John Dryden is coming to talk about how to do sound design, like in detail, a detailed workshop, which you can go to for £10, which is not a lot of money. Um, you can check out Andy Goddard is also talking about sound design. He's the, one of the producers of Wooden Overcoats. The other producer is John Wakefield, who I'm sure will be around if you want to meet him. Um, we've got a panel on how to make audio fiction generally. So we've got Headley Knights, David Devereaux and Megan Fitzmartin from Rand Rhino from the US. Um, coming to talk about different ways of making audio fiction. Do you want to do remote recording? Okay, cool. David Everett can talk you through that. Are you going to do a big studio production? Well, Headley's done a lot of this stuff with celebrities for Audible, so he can talk you through that. Are you worried about directing? Do you feel like, okay, I've got the sound design down pat, but like, how do you direct an actor? Um, well, Megan, like, literally professionally works on Supernatural, the TV show, so she's, she's kind of got that down. Um... And the idea is, yeah, again, like it's a £10 ticket and you can come and just learn a bit and figure out how to do the thing. Um, so that's kind of what I'm excited about, like events, talking more, communication, and also a bunch of British podcasters are going to Podtails. Oh my God, this is such a huge deal for us. Um, me, Elizabeth Campbell and Ollie Morris went to uh, PodCon and we were very happy to meet a bunch of Americans and I got to cuddle <laughs> Ellie Fernandez and I was extremely happy about that because they are just so great and they have been my friend for like two and a half years and we were like we get to meet in person you're not just the internet <laughs> um, but you know now, now PodCon is dead so a bunch of British podcasters who were saving up to go to PodCon next year are coming to PodTales instead so we've got people from The Orphans. Um, Alma from The 1237 is also coming. Uh, we've got, obviously, people from We Fix Space Junk, uh, people from Escape Artists, uh, people from Victoriosity, uh, possibly some people from Winnever Coats as well. Uh, and so that, that's, that's also pretty exciting. We're, we're looking forward to that. That was a long answer. I apologize. No, that's amazing. That's so fantastic. I love hearing about like the cross, the cross community, like pollination between, between, uh, you know, the UK and the British Isles and the US and Podtails sounds like it's going to have a lot of that going on right there. And it's going to be super exciting. And it's so fantastic to hear about like, 
voice actors and directors and sound designers work and writers working across the ocean with each other. It's just so cool to hear about. Yeah, definitely. I, I really agree. And you know, not just like the US as well, like also Australians, like I love the Love and Luck podcast. And like Aaron Kian and Lee Davis Thalborn collaborated with the Amelia Project. And I'm going to claim the Amelia Project for the British Isles just because they're the only Parisian, Norwegian, English language podcast with a Scottish main actor who lives in Austria that I know of. So we're just, just going to scoop him into Europe. Um, <laughs> but, you know, they, they, they're collaborating with the Australians. We, um, we've got stuff coming out of South Africa, stuff coming out of India. Um, and, and, and it is this really exciting time. And I also think for, for British podcasters, I would say anyone listening to this who isn't already kind of on the scene or who's feeling a bit anxious or who's thinking about starting a podcast and like isn't sure, da, 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 this is a really great time to get into podcasting um, for, for people based in the British Isles. Because there's a lot more money and a lot more interest in it than there has been for a long time. The British Isles generally has been, I would say, roughly kind of two to three years behind the US as an industry. So it just hasn't been financially viable. Like, if you think about it, like our biggest shows are like Wooden Overcoats. And Wooden Overcoats made, um, I think, £10,000 for their second season and then £12,000 for their third season. Which is like a, a decent Kickstarter, but considering that's our biggest show like compare that to kind of the the kind of way of working that the the bigger shows in the u.s are going and you can kind of see the difference in scale and then and then you go down and like we fix space junk i would say is kind of like a middling tier successful show like it, it's it's reasonably well known like if i go to podcom people know what it is and they make about a hundred pounds a month and that's like that's very very successful for a british podcast so for a long time this has just not been financially practical in the way that it is for american shows you know our middle tier is very different to your middle tier um but even if we've got the same numbers even if we've got bigger numbers uh but for the first time yeah we've got companies who are interested we've got networks who are interested i can talk and I have talked on the BBC, on the radio, about independent audio drama and how much we love it. And there are people in publishing who are interested. There are people in video games who are interested. There are ways to sleep, eat, and make podcasts. Uh, Rusty Quill is giving lots and lots of podcasters, both writers, producers, actors, paid opportunities. And like they're not yet able to pay like full market rates, but they do pay people. And for us, that's exciting. Uh, <laughs> so so I, I would... My point is take heart uh, and also have standards and don't let people take advantage of you, but it's looking good. <laughs> That's awesome. So I guess we'll start to wrap up here. I wish we could talk for way longer, but I'm actually talking to Ollie Morris next. <laughs> oh, I love him. So what what is, you know, you kind of answered my my second to last question which was what kind of advice do you have for new creators in in the UK but if there is one thing that you would want everybody outside of the UK to know about um about the British podcasting scene about the podcasts that are coming out of the British Isles in the U UK what's the one thing you would tell everybody everyone in the US Everyone in Canada, everyone in Australia. What do you want all of us to know about what's going on there? Hmm. This is an interesting one. So I love, I, I cannot express the depths of my love 
for the audio fiction community in 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 America and in Canada. Like it is the reason that I got into this. There are so many people I admire and 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 adore. I think the one thing that I would ask is that folk over there remember that the Brits don't always express themselves the same way Americans do. And with this, I want I want to refer specifically to something that that kind of is quite close to my heart, um, which is I, I'm, I'm a bisexual woman. I'm very public about that. I choose to be very public about that. A very, very large number of the creators of British audio fiction are as queer um, and as diverse as any creators of American audio fiction. However, unlike creators of American audio fiction, British creators tend to overall prefer to be much more private about it. So there are many, many, many people, like more than half in some cases, and I'm not going to say specifically because that would be inappropriate and in outing them, but I will say that there are there are queer people involved in Wooden Overcoats, in Victoriosity, in We Fix Space Shunk, in The Orphans, in Middle Below, in um, so many different shows. And often those shows are written off as being entirely straight and made by straight people because their creators don't feel comfortable being very loud about their sexuality online. And I think that when we're talking about diversity and when we're talking about encouraging diversity, which is something that's really important, whilst it is obviously amazing to have role models and it is amazing to have these people who are very loud and, you know, I'm a person who chooses to be very loud. And so I understand that impulse. I also think that with that impulse, you have to remember, especially if you're advocating for other shows, especially if you're talking about other shows, that you cannot assume that just because someone isn't loud about their sexuality, they're straight. Because, come on, guys, like, we've, we've learned this lesson. Come on. Um, and I, I think that's the biggest misconception I see about British shows online is that often they're missed off list, lists of queer content. Often they're put into lists of, like, they're only straight, they're only cis. Um, and that, and that, that's just not the case. And I think a lot of the creators of those shows are quite unhappy because... You know, they, they 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 are then forced into a point of tension where they feel like they have to out themselves in order to be accepted by the, the podcast community. And that's ridiculous because the podcast community is so loving and has such a nuanced understanding of, of, of the queer community and LGBT plus issues. So I would just say, you know, don't straight wash us, please. We're just subtle. We can't talk about our feelings. <laughs> that's really interesting. I guess I didn't know what to expect from an answer from that. And that's really unique. I didn't, I didn't know that at all. So thank you so much for sharing that. And all of the information that you've shared today, that's, it's all really exciting. It sounds like the industry and the scene there is like up and coming and is just going to get bigger and more diverse and more exciting. And that there's all sorts of new content um, that is upcoming. And I can't wait to see what else comes out of there because yeah some of my favorite shows are out of the UK I love We Fix Space Junk I love Wooden Overcoats I can't wait to uh queue up some of these shows that you've mentioned into my <laughs> into my feeds so Ella is there anything else that you would like to share no 
I don't think so. I mean, I guess it's always relevant for me to be like, if if you want to know more British podcasts and get recommendations, follow me on Twitter, at me. You don't have to follow me. You can just tag me. Um, my handle is at G-E-J Watts. So that's Golf Echo Juliet Watts, W-A-T-T-S. Um, I am always very happy to help. And if, if someone listening is based in the British Isles or Europe, then let me know because I can bring you into like our sort of UK uh, community discord and like let you know about like events and things. I promise everyone is very friendly. You will not be expected to drink alcohol or be in large social situations if you don't want to, but like communicate, it's good. Uh, yeah. Awesome, thank you so much. And thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. I can't wait to, um to hear more and I won't be at pod tales unfortunately but I know that uh I know that a lot of the listeners and a lot of the folks in uh the U.S. are going to be excited to see um UK producers and creators there so we're excited to see you too thank you for having me the intro and outro music for all IPM episodes is Morning Dew by Liquid and used under a Creative Commons license the link is in the show notes. You can support International Podcast Month via coffee or PayPal and by retweeting, sharing, and talking about the event using the IPM 2019 hashtag. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month-long blog and information on the event. International Podcast Month, celebrating creators, sharing listeners.